Welcome, everyone, to a, another episode of Open Mic with the MVP, Marco. I am obviously your host, the MVP, Marco. Um, coming back again with another uh, another special guest. But uh, before we get to my special guest, I'd like to uh, just say this is obviously brought to you by the uh, the Pod Foundation, which is, you know, my uh, my home of all homes. Uh, that includes the the Chick Foley show, which I am on as well. Um, I'm actually recording tonight at some point, so yeah, I'm doing a double duty tonight. But uh, anyway, uh, that is also the uh, Turnbuckle Tavern, who I also do a show for uh, every Thursday eight o'clock on YouTube. You can watch us live, uh, just running down the uh, the week in uh, in uh, WWE. Um, it's also the Extra Cooler show. Um, you know, uh, Nick, who is also known as Extra Cooler has been doing pretty big things as, as of late, just designing stuff for, you know, celebrities left and right with his artwork. So congrats to him. Uh, he's a great dude. Hope to have him back on the show at some point. Um, and then we have uh, coming down the aisle with J-Bone, uh, who's also my co-host on the the show that we do, the Raw Down on uh, Turnbuckle Tavern. Um, but enough of me. Let's bring in my guest. This, this is a two-time. I think this is my second, second only two-time guest. Um uh, she's a, she's a very busy woman and, uh, she's very hard to nail down. So I'd like to bring her in right now. <laughs> uh, the queen G. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I move the sky for you. Okay. Oh, th for thank you. you. Thank you very much. Yes. You're uh, no, I was, I, I was, um, you know, as soon as, yeah, I think we talked about this on the last time you were on, uh, the, the Ninja Turtles movie wasn't out yet. It was no. just like a, you know, an idea. It was something that just popped up and they were doing like the kind of the guerrilla campaign for it. Just, you know, you know, posters everywhere and stuff like that. And we were like, what the hell is this? We didn't know it was going to be animated, live action. We knew Seth Rogen was doing it, which obviously was going to have that type of uh, comedy. But we didn't know what it was. But the first thing I thought in my mind was like, as soon as that movie comes out and there's enough time after it, I got to get her back on so we can do like a deep dive and then, you know, catch up on everything you've uh you've been doing because you've been uh, very busy as of late. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I see. Um, you finally made it. Um, I made it. Yes. <laughs> I'm here. So what, so what's your, what was it? What was it like earlier? Why was your, why was it, why are you so like, you know, almost didn't um, make it to the show tonight? What happened? Well, uh, <laughs> it, it's all, it's all good stuff. Um, mm -hmm. is I, so I've, started to do more things on social media and, you know, trying to balance all the social media platforms, um, long form content, short form content. And then on top of that, uh, brands and sponsorships, right? So I'm getting ready to go out of town uh, again, because I've been celebrating August the whole entire month, because it's my birthday mm. month. And um, I'm getting ready to go out of town again. So all of a sudden, all these like sponsorship stuff is coming in, and I was just trying to get like you know tier like the most important ones done first. And mm -hmm. I was scheduled to do some long form content, some editing, but then I got a gift from Nickelodeon, so I was like, "Well, I have to put them first, right? I don't want to lose that." So of it's course, been, I've just been moving, but I I'm not complaining. It it's definitely good to be busy and. Next week I'll be on vacation, so I'll, I'll have that that much needed break. So yeah, I'm excited. There's, there's a lot going on. It's, it's good. Yeah, I've seen that. I definitely want to like you know dive into some of the stuff you've you have been doing because I've been seeing like you said you've been doing a lot more like long form 
uh, videos and stuff like that and content on your page. Um, A lot to do with, you know, the TMNT, that whole world and stuff like that. So very exciting things. I mean, it was, I think like the last time you were on, it wasn't that crazy for you as of yet. No, it wasn't. Now, just like, I mean, I, I'm not going to take credit, but I, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think this show yes, did it anything. Was, it was all, all you, dude. It was all you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, well, I you know. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, I've seen, um, I've seen that you, you know, like you, you mentioned Nickelodeon and uh, I think when I did reach out to you, you, they, you know, you actually will hop into the movie. You actually were, you know, you were in attendance. They uh, pretty much invited you out. How did, Tulsi experience. How did that? Oh, uh, how did yeah, that, go? that was um, that was definitely a unique experience. We got invited. At, well, I said we because I brought my brother, but I nice. got invited. <laughs> and I brought him along with me because he's a Ninja mm-hmm. Turtle fan too. Um, we got to go see the screening. Um, it, it was either like four or five days prior to the release date to the public, and we got to see it at Paramount Theaters in wow. Hollywood. So um, they had this this whole big, you know, festival thing going on. So it was just really exciting to be in that environment with uh, Ninja Turtle fans and Paramount. And then like, usually, you know, you have to pay a little bit to talk to Kevin Eastman. He was just yeah. walking around him and... Um, <laughs> I want to say Jim Crow, the the, the co-director or whatever of Mutant Mayhem. Um, uh, so, you know, we got to sit and talk to, you know, Eastman in like a relaxed, chill environment. That's awesome. Um, it was, yeah, it was really cool. And then to see the movie before everyone. Um, and I still had tickets to see it like the day before the release. But so mm. I got to see it twice before the release. But you know, big shout out to Nickelodeon Paramount Pictures. They are really been taking care of me. And it's just it's just really cool to get to do all this stuff. And then, like, I'm nobody. I'm just a chick who loves the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and <they just, laughs> I, I mean, yeah, wanna, you like, can... give me stuff. So I'm like, this is I, <laughs> I my younger self would just be ecstatic. You know, like no way. It's cool. Yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, like I said, I think I uh, I want to definitely get into like some of the, you know, the the franchise like now, um, compared to you know when it was uh, back when it first started and like the the fever of it anyway. But right. what was what uh what what did you get to ask uh Eastman any any questions like how much? I mean, I'm I'm assuming he was in, like not heavily involved in, in the movie, but definitely somewhat involved in it. Um, uh, yeah, you- a little bit. Um, I have a question that I want to ask him, but whenever I see like, w- like celeb- celebrities, right? Like yeah. I'm just weird. Like I, I, I just want to say, <laughs> Hey, and I don't want to be that person who's just like all over them and ask, you know, talking their ears off. So I got to see him, uh, the weekend before at San Diego Comic-Con. So I had talked to him then about Mutant Mayhem. And then he had also talked a lot about Mutant Mayhem, um, his thoughts at the Comic-Con. So by the time I saw him in Hollywood, I really didn't have (laughs) anything else to talk to him about. Um, I do have a pressing question. I want to know, like, I want to know if it bothers him anyway, like, or, or if he cares anyway, when 
you have all these different versions of what he created. You know, like mm. I'm curious, uh, Nickelodeon has several different takes on the Ninja Turtles, you yeah. know, all the different cartoons and the movie. I'm just curious, you know, does, does he care at all or is he so far gone in the business sense, right? You know, he's yeah. getting paid regardless. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah, if, if he true. cares, you know, I, yeah. I, I've, I've always wanted to ask him that. But when I saw him in Hollywood, it was just kind of like, yo, he's just walking up like no one's talking to him, taking pictures like it was so chill. I just was like, yo, like I just saw you at Comic-Con and he was like, oh, what's up? And then, you know, we just talked a little bit briefly and we kept it moving. So. I think that that helps too, that he's so down to earth, like he's yeah. easy to talk to. You can talk to him like a friend. You don't talk to him like somebody like you You worship. I mean, I don't worship him, but you know, like people yeah. who are in awe celebrities. So yeah, I don't know. It's just been, yeah, it's been cool. It's been a lot. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he's, he's actually, um, uh, I think around here, North, Northampton, Massachusetts is where him and Peter actually, um, so you guys just see him all idea. the time, right? Like yeah. that's that's this the hometown. I mean, I w I wish, but uh, <laughs> but the 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 actual the actual city of Northampton, I believe, during twenty twenty uh, around twenty twenty one, they got a bunch of um you know money from like the you know COVID relief and stuff, and they were putting in a bid. I'm not sure if you heard about this. They're putting in a bid to repaint the manhole covers. Oh to yeah. Represent the. Uh, I don't think it ever went through. I think they kind of. I think no, they, you know, I, no, uh, yeah, it. I, I didn't know that they were bidding on it. Yeah, but there was like a big news thing that said the city approved, and you know they got this big project that they're gonna do that, and I just thought, that oh was yeah, they haven't really done cool. it yet. Then, yeah. So, but yeah, that was. I was like, I was like, then I obviously did my research, and I was like, oh man, they're like, I mean, they're around in like New Hampshire as well. Like uh, Peter and Kevin, they both traveled around that area, and that's there where it all originated from here and. Here in Massachusetts, so I mean, but yeah, yeah they've been around uh, for that's um, that's a a, a a a huge like accomplishment uh to be just you know adored by their hometown and yeah. their people, and I believe, ooh, I believe next year is next year or or is it this year at the end of the year? But they've got a fortieth uh anniversary. Coming up, no, it's got to be I next, think next year. year. Next year, eighty four, yeah. right? Is when the right. turtles were. Yeah, so like yes. I said, it's you know, I think like like you said when you're going to ask him that question, if he actually cares, if there's so many different variations, he's probably just happy for the fact that you know people are still celebrating this franchise for right. 40, 40, 40 years. years. That's, that's yeah. insane. You guys are going <laughs> to have like parades and stuff out there. I'm oh, definitely going to uh, Granite Con, right? That nice. that's the Comic Con. Um, in Massachusetts, yep. uh, it's in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'll definitely be there because I know that's just going to be like, I, I don't, I can't imagine what they're trying to plan. Um, everyone associated with TMNT, like the last Ronin and Mutant Mayhem and the cart, the voices of the cartoons, like they're all going to be there. And yeah. Uh, it's going to be a huge event. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a travel up there. It's a few hours away from me, so it's not too much. Yeah, I'm in California, so you can make it. <laughs> that is true. 
I don't know why I'm complaining about <laughs> driving. I just travel, a bro. That's like a four-hour <laughs> flight for me. <laughs> oh my god! But um, the uh, the yeah. So when you're you're talking about like the um, like the experience that you had there, and I see like you know like I, I just see the video actually before we hopped on um, that you actually got sent the the uh, the the controller, the Xbox controller with the scented <laughs> scented pizza. When they first announced that, I was like. This has to be some type of like joke or prank or like one right? off, like one only one person's gonna be able to get this, or they just made it just as you know, like a, a thing for the movie, but no, people are actually getting it like like yourself. They're actually yeah. um, sending it out. Yeah. Seen, uh, how is are, it? Like what is are they how weird is it? The public yet? I, I think they're they're coming out. I I, I know they're gifted to influencers and yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I do think they're coming out soon. And yeah, that was one of the things that just had me stressing out um not stressing but just like moving because i i wasn't planning on getting it today and i yeah. have like full-on plans for the rest of the week so i was like oh my god i need to bust this out quick um because i don't i don't think they know how long it takes when they ship me stuff you know for mm. me to get it so i just didn't want them you know hanging around like is she gonna post something about this or not <laughs> you know so i was like let me get this out of here but same thing when i saw the advertisement it was like really do we need a scented controller? Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> That's such a weird I mean, thing. what what kind of scent is it going to smell like? You know, is it going to smell like anchovies or something? You know, or something weird that the Ninja Turtles would like? Yeah. Um, but now that I have it in my hands, it, it's it's really neat. It's 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 a light like pepperoni type of scent. You know. Okay. okay. Um, I was trying to clean up and I, I spilled a little bit. So now my entire game room smells like pepperoni. Is it, uh, is it like an oil? Like an, yeah, it's, uh, is it's it like an oil. Yeah. And it's like a little yeah. diffuser. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, if you're a Ninja Turtle fan, like it, it's cool thing to add to your collection. I wonder how that would be like just playing while you're playing a game and just having that, like, can you, <laughs> do you have to turn it on? Is it timed? Is it like those uh, like air fresheners that like, yeah, you press the button and it's got its own timer and it just every now and then sends out a scent like like a diffuser. So um, <laughs> I think huh. it's a, a bit distracting, dude. I'm on a meal plan. Like I can't be smelling pizza <laughs> while I'm gaming. <laughs> I would I would assume that would work when you're like, you know, playing like a really frustrating game. <laughs> And uh, like, you're just like gonna, a you're gonna, like, yeah, literally just gonna toss the control across and like just whip it and smash it, and then just like that aroma comes up and it just like kind of relaxes and you like, uh. yeah. especially playing like the older Ninja Turtles games, like the oh. NES ones. Oh my god! Like yeah, like the Nightmares. first one, the water oh, levels. Yeah, so awful. Yeah, see that that would help. I would I would hope anyway. Maybe that's why they. I'll, they I'll let you know. I'm I'm gonna try it uh, tomorrow when the DLC for Shredder's Revenge drops and. Nice. Um, see if uh it relaxes me during the chaos <laughs> oh yeah definitely the uh shred i mean i've been uh i've been on shredder's revenge uh i've been playing it uh recently i mean it's one of my favorite uh yeah, one of my favorite games. side scrolling beat em up i, I yep. thought that game uh you know it is a wonderful job paying tribute to the old school games with a newer yeah. look you know so yeah. It, it's definitely one of those games with the Ninja Turtles that just doesn't get old. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And um, I actually downloaded uh some DLC for Injustice Two. Oh, uh, let's go. DC game, yeah. You know, you know who's on it. The, uh, Heck yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, when people Girl. ask me, "Have you played with Donatello?" I'm like, "Bro, who are you talking to right now?" It's, 
I love it because they look they look like the movie, like the live action movie turtles, which uh, which I think is amazing. And I like that they didn't put them in like a Mortal Kombat because I don't want to see you know turtles like you know, like they did in Free Fighter. It, yeah, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how. I mean, it's so not not that you know not that the turtles aren't like adult and they do have like you know, you know like the last Ronin kind of you know goes into that realm, but like I mean, I still want to see them as you know lovable. Yeah. You know, turtles that are just, you know, fighting crime. Nothing, nothing violent in that sense. Nothing, but, uh... nothing, yeah, nothing crazy. <laughs> I, I would love for them, uh, Injustice uh, 2 to do like a remake or do like another one. Um, Ooh, I think yeah. we're long overdue uh, for that because it was so well received and mm. we hadn't had the turtles in that type of look and that type of style. Like we had Tournament Fighter. Um, yeah, yeah. But in a more modern type way at that time. Like, I think they should give us something else. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if there's any chance with, uh, with James Gunn, who, who's taken over, you know, the DC universe movies. Um, and he's obviously, you know, really good with like, if you watch gardens of the galaxy, he's really good with those like lovable characters that were like with rocket raccoon. Yes. Um, and all stuff. I mean, not, it probably will never happen, but I mean, I mean, it'd be awesome if you kind of like, impose the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into the DC universe, kind of like the Injustice. Things. I would I not be, be mad at cool that. Yeah, that, that would that would be awesome. I've, I'm, I think you should pitch that. I think that's a I, really I, good idea. I mean, like I said, I think you do a great job. Like, he does, a, he does an awesome job at, like, those, like, really offbeat, you know, characters. Yeah. Um, not the humans, but, like, the, you know, like I said, those, like, those weird characters. He does a really <laughs> good job at making you, like, you know, feel for him and love him and stuff like that. And I think you do a a great job if he like yeah. it could be a cameo it doesn't have to be a full-on like movie right. just like having like a show up and, like, yeah just yeah, something in, you know we'd be like ah. yeah maybe maybe like in the when they do like their you know the last movie with all the superheroes are in one movie and maybe they just show up and help fight for a little bit something i don't know i we'll love see. it maybe I think i'm gonna write a letter movie. i think yeah I'm try please, to see if that please do cc <laughs> me on that um but uh let's get into the movie so um first of all what did what did you think first and foremost? I was pleasantly surprised. If if I know myself, um, and I do, I do know myself. I I was not excited about the movie, um, only because it just wasn't what I wanted. I wanted more of a mature film, um, but. I walked out of that theater thinking, wow, Nickelodeon, I think they did a really good job with uh, giving something that the adults could, you know, get with, um, you know, with Ice Cube and the, 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 <laughs> some of the, the verbiage that he was using, some of the things that we're saying, some of yeah. the jokes, right? They were adult jokes. Um, even some of the action, the way that they, mm. you know, like the uh, no diggity scene, like that was yeah. a really dope ass <laughs> scene, you Love know? That. Um, but still be entertaining for children, which is, yep. you know, what Nickelodeon wants. That's essentially their target audience. But you could mm -hmm. see how they didn't want to throw away, you know, the adult followers on uh, this movie, especially knowing that there are so many adults that are waiting for this film and do not want to see it fail. Yep. I was really, really, really happy. Like I walked out of there smiling and I thought they did a really, really good job. Now there are some things that like I was like, well, 
for instance, it took me probably about two minutes before I got over Donatello's voice. Like, okay, okay. so he's not the only, he's the only <laughs> one that hasn't hit puberty. I get it, but yeah. he was so damn cute. You know, so I was like, oh, my God, Donatello is adorable. I don't have to like him, but my teenage self would totally have a crush on that Donatello. So I was happy <laughs> with, with him. I was I was kind of like, this is weird. The backstory with uh, Splinter. Hmm. Um, we've never had a story where he was just kind of like a nobody, you know? He, yeah. He's always been either Splinter, who knew and Nijitsu, or he was Hamato Yoshi. And so for him to kind of just be like just a square dad was hard for me to swallow. Mm -hmm. I, I, I I didn't really care for that, but he made up for it. You know, he came through later as clutch and and saved his boys. So I got over it. I, I I don't have a lot negative things to say. I have some things that I was like, that's different. But at the end of the day, I think it was a good movie. And I believe most of the Turtle fans are are really, really happy with it. Yeah, definitely. Did you did you pick up on anything like in the movie, like any like like nuances, any like Easter eggs? Yeah, I, I picked up a few. Uh, I need to go uh, into YouTube and watch the people that really researched it and found all this stuff. But it was really cool um, with the Laird sign for the restaurant. I thought yeah. that was awesome. The the Go Ninja Go music that came on yeah, in, the was, <laughs> in the car. That was good. You know, so I, yeah, there was quite a few um, that I picked up that I think that's also helped the older fans because we yep. could see the new movie paying tribute to the old movie and, you know, respect, like you, you should, right. There, there wouldn't be this movie yep. without the original turtles. So um, yeah, it was cool. And I, I think I went and saw it three times and, you know, each time I was in there, like, you know, what am I missing? What am I missing? And just trying to catch, but I think there's like 28 or 30 goose eggs. And I, I didn't see that many. Oh yeah. There's, I've seen uh, Eastman, obviously the high school, Eastman High. Right, yeah. That's the name of the high school. Um, this I've, I've made it been just, because I always try to like read into too much stuff and try to like overanalyze things. But it seemed to me like each turtle had a different art style to them that rep obviously they represented their individual selves. But they also represented, as you said at the beginning, kind of bringing it back, the different versions of the Ninja Turtles over the years. <clears throat> so if you go back and watch, now you're probably going to have to go back and watch it. I'm, watch I'm it happy to. <laughs> um, Leonardo looked more, his face looked more like the original live action movie, like hit the shape of his face. Yeah. Um, uh, Raphael was kind of more of the brooding um, CGI version movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then Donatello and Raphael were the two versions of like the Nickelodeon cartoons. Yeah. Or you go, or actually, you know what? Donatello is kind of like the, he kind of looked like the older, like the eighties cartoon. Um, yeah. And, and Michelangelo is more of the, like the Nickelodeon style. So like, like I said, maybe I was reading into it too much, but no. they all look different. And I guess the one that really popped out to me was Leonardo. Cause he yeah. had the, the same, like same, like, if you go back and watch the old uh, Ninja Turtles movie, he had like the, literally the same like 
face almost as, as a Leonardo in that movie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they're kind of like, I'm not sure if they did that on purpose. Oh, they had um, to. Or they just did that. I was like, maybe they're, I was like, maybe they're representing all the different turtles over the years, but within each one. And then obviously yeah. I went into the deep dive of, uh, you probably heard like the, the reasons why uh, they really didn't get into that. Why Splinter gave each one of them their weapons, What why they represent each one. Have you seen this like conspiracy theory that they oh, have? Oh, yeah, yeah. It? And I think it's a good one. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it kind of make, it makes sense with their, all their personalities and the, you know, obviously like Leonardo, he's the only one that has a kind of like a sharp, a sharper weapon. weapon. Yeah. yeah, that he can like actually stab people with, but he doesn't. <laughs> Because he's controlled. Because he's but like, controlled. Yeah, Raphael, you can't give that to him because he'll probably he's stab He's got somebody. a defensive weapon. <laughs> yeah, he has a defensive. So he 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 has short range, so he can't go, you know, he has to actually go in and fight. He's got and anger issues. He doesn't yeah. need an offensive weapon. Exactly. And then like Michelangelo with the, you know, him being kind of like scatterbrained and, you know, the honor of the, the nunchuck is, is yeah. um, that's the, you have to be, I mean, I've tried it before. They definitely hurt if you do get hit with them. Oh, uh, so you, you definitely have to be uh, skilled, and obviously Donatello, him being the smartest, um, give a boy he got, a stick. He got a stick. Yeah, that's it. Just what do I do with this? Uh, I got to figure out. I mean, I can figure out all these other types of things. Uh, and I got to figure. And they kind of showed it on the movie. Yeah, like, they the, did. He's just like, how the hell did I? How do I? How do I use a stick? Right. He's like, what, um, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> so yeah, I, I, also, I thought it was. Uh, I thought they did. Um, I thought that they recovered the lack of uh let's say like screen time for donatello in the past movies yes especially like 2007 i mean yep. he had anything like he's ne never really had so many lines and in this movie like he oh. i'm I might be a little biased he was the star but he had like a lot of he had a lot of lines like he talked yeah. as much as leonardo did so i, I was really impressed with that like dude my boy is you know up there in <laughs> yeah, the that top is true. tier yeah that is, they do like on the past movies they do usually focus on like the relationship really with like leonardo or Raphael. yeah kind of like michelangelo and donatello kind of like the you know the back like characters or like the yeah. co-stars or whatever it's but like, on oh, this movie you're right line. it yeah, did seem like they were more of the focus yeah but uh, I, I do think that they um I feel like they fell off a little bit on Michelangelo. Yes. Because yeah. uh, we yeah. we really didn't get to see his personality, the party side, like the the, yeah. the crazy. It came out that one scene with him and Mondo Gecko when they were, you know, going back and forth. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it, I, I just, I hope in the next movie that we get to see more of Michelangelo's personality come out. Cause I think they did a great job with Leo Roth and, and Donnie, but yep. you know, I feel like Mikey's personality is kind of like an afterthought, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe because technically he's the youngest. So he was oh, just kind of there, true. but um, you know, everyone likes the, the, the party dude. So I was like, dude, hook my boy up with some lines. Like we want to see, <laughs> We want to see that, you know, that side come out a little bit more. But I don't know. That's what I thought. Would you think of, like, the the, the characters as far as, like, like, the bad guys? Like, if you watch, obviously, the older cartoons and stuff, like, all those, you know, Mondo Gecko, you know, Superfly or Baxter. Like, they're kind of – well, on this movie, they're two separate people. But on the original, they're, you know – I mean, on, the, on this, they're two separate people. But on the original, Baxter Stockman turns into the fly. 
Um, so they kind of kept it separate on this one. But what did you think of like them being like kind of good guys as opposed to being oh, bad guys always? No, yeah, uh, I don't. I didn't like that <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. uh, you know, Rocksteady and Bebop. They're Rocksteady and Bebop. They're Shredder's minions. So yeah. for them to be on Team Turtle is, uh, I'm not, I'm not having it, dude. I, I yeah. don't like it at all. And as as far as Gecko and Ray Filet, uh, you know, they're they're they've always been good. So that's cool. But yeah. Leatherhead over there, Wingnut, you know, Scumbag, all that. Uh, they need to go to their side. So I'm thinking yeah. when Shredder, right? Because I'm assuming the way that they ended the first movie that if we, when we have a sequel, they better not mess that up. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> that we'll have a Shredder and he will recruit his minions. Uh, they need to be over there. Like, dude, Rock, no, especially Rocksteady, dude. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'll write Seth Rogen and Jim Crow an <laughs> aggressive email. I mean, like, I understand you guys are trying to do your own story, but that part ain't it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm hoping we get a uh, an Usagi Ojimbo oh! um, appearance in the next movie. For those that don't know, um, Samurai, Samurai Rabbit. That's all you need to know. Go look it up. Um, and he's probably one of those badass characters. That they have on there because samurais are awesome anyway. So yeah, yeah. that's my guy. There, there you go, right there. That's it. Yeah, he's uh yeah, Usagi Ojibo is one of the I'm, I'm assuming they'll, they'll pop up in the next movie. Um, but yeah, as I mean as, like as long as they do it right, um, you know, I was not really feeling the look of Ray Filet and Mondo Gecko, like like Ray Filet through the comics, yeah. cartoons, toys has always been a very confident dude and looked confident. You know, he was big, he was strong. Um, and in Mutant Mayhem, he he was just singing all the time, right? I and mean, it was like, who, yeah, who was, who, why are you just singing your name all the time, dude? Like, who, <laughs> this is not Ray Filet. So, but I mean, they've already sketched that out, so I guess that's the lip, but. If they're gonna do Usagi Yojimbo, he needs to look like a master in what he does. Like, oh, yes, right? Because Usagi, yeah. he doesn't play games. So, nope. Please, please do that right. Um, did you? I know we talked. We talked about this last time. The last Ronin. Did you? Did you? I mean, you are too, like, big on it. Have you turned a page at all? And are you still lukewarm to the uh, last Ronin storyline? I have I have made a turn and okay. the, the reason for that is uh when I briefly got to talk with Kevin Eastman and I was telling him dude I am stressed okay this this <laughs> series of you Ben Bishop killing off my guys is not a good look and Kevin was like Look at me calling him Kevin. Um, Mr. <laughs> no, right. Your best friends right now. I mean, like, I, mean you know. I have talked to him a few times, so I feel like <laughs> I've earned that. Um, but respect. So Mr. Eastman, he said, there's so much going on with the Ninja Turtle franchise that you have to look at everything as its own universe, uh -huh. right? Okay. So the last Ronin is 
a Ninja Turtle universe where there's one turtle and then there was no turtles left. Um, uh, so like in my heart, there's other universes, right, of the Ninja Turtles. And so I've made peace with that. And um, and so I dug off on the sequel, uh, The Lost Years. And once I got past that, I mean, it really, it really is an interesting story. Now, I'm not completely on board with these four new Ninja Turtles. I feel like they need to earn my love and respect. Yeah. They're, they're strangers <laughs> to me. But I am open-minded and enjoying where this that universe, this series is going. And I, they just finished. I think we just got our last issue on the last on the lost years. And so now we're getting ready to get uh, the next series, which the four new turtles are teenagers. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of cute. And it seems like they are going like full force with the last Ronin because they are coming up with a, uh, a video game. Yeah. It's like it's a third person action type game, which I'm very, very excited for. So hopefully that'll, uh, you know, bring some more um eyes to the to the product and now oh, you kind of brought it good. yeah no you definitely you brought something up too that we kind of we can kind of circle back on you talked about crossover things so we on uh the chick foley show we usually we had this conversation a while back about like you know the crossover when they take like you know like with wrestling figures for instance they used to do crossovers with like ninja turtles they did one back then where they had like the ultimate warrior was a Ninja Turtle, there was a Macho Man one, there was I think, yeah. a John Cena, an Undertaker, that. So, like, I think, like, each turtle represented one. So, like, and then they did, like, a, they did a Ghostbusters one where they had, like, The Rock was, like, one of the Ghostbusters and John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I think, like, The Undertaker was Slimer or whatever. How do you <laughs> feel about those crossovers? Like, do you, do you like when they do, like, crossovers with, like, turtles? Because, you know, they have, like, the Stranger Things two packs that they have out now, which I think is pretty cool because I'm a Stranger Things fan. Oh, so are I think you? That's, yeah, I love Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like, they have, like, we, you just spoke of the uh, Street Fighter uh, crossover oh. with that. So, like, how do you, like, what are your thoughts on, like, the, you know, when they cross over I anything? Like, yeah, I, I like it. I, I It's, I think it's cool. I, I like to use the word cool, so you might have to edit that out, but I <laughs> like how uh these different universes collide and um especially when they fit uh, like i am really enjoying reading the street fighter ninja turtle crossover uh the fourth issue i think just came out today that's what i picked up um yusaji yojimbo and ninja turtles have been crossing over for years yep. uh when they did the ghostbusters i am also reading uh the stranger things ninja turtles that one I'm I'm having a difficult time really grasping it because I never got into Stranger Things. Yeah. So I don't have that relationship with the characters that a lot of people have. But with the Ninja Turtles being it and they've got these aliens and stuff, like it's just something <laughs> we've never seen with Ninja Turtles, you know, yeah. like an alien. So yeah, I I love it. I mm. I mean, technically the Ninja Turtles have been crossing over for for decades, you know, with playmates when they've been doing all these different turtles and all these different costumes yep. and as different characters. Yep. Um, I enjoyed the, the Ninja Turtles and, and Batman. Uh, I thought yes, that was, was a really good up. series. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's, it's great. Um, it's also a good way to 
keep the Ninja Turtle franchise alive because it seems like there's always something to look forward to. They just keep coming out with all these different universes colliding. So yep. I, I I hope that they continue to to bring us like a whole bunch of stuff. I'm I'm here for it. I love it. It's in, it's it's interesting, uh, especially with, like something with the like the Ninja Turtles franchise crossing over into those worlds. Like especially Batman. That's a that's a, a very when I seen that I was like, oh, how's that gonna <laughs> how, how are they gonna how's that gonna work with with the Ninja Turtles and Batman? Obviously, you know if you know Batman as a character, obviously not phased by any <laughs> beings because I mean he deals with if you follow his uh, eighty plus year career. Uh, he's dealt with a lot of different uh, individuals. Yeah, he has. So that was like <laughs> nothing new. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed uh, the Turtles personality coming out with Batman. Because, you know, Batman, he he knows what he's going to do. He's going to do it his way. And this is the yep. way it's going to be done. And the little pushback that Leonardo was giving him, <laughs> I, yep. it was it was uh, it was fitting. Yeah, they definitely made it work. Yeah, no, they. Uh, I, I was I was when I read that I was like, who who did he did um did Kevin Eastman have any did, did he do any writing on that Did he have any input on those uh, series or is it that just something that's like one of those things where it's like an alternate thing where someone else just takes the yeah I, I I mean his name is on it right because he's a co creator but as far as in the writing I don't think so I don't. I don't think he was really involved. Um, and all of these other ones, the Street Fighter, the Stranger Things, uh, even Usagi Yojimbo. When uh, I went to the Comic-Con in San Diego, I got to sit at a panel with Stan Sakai and his, and his uh, people. And he went back in telling a lot of us, because a lot of us, myself, I haven't been following Usagi Yojimbo forever. I'd like to. I want to know yeah. all the history, but I haven't. And so he kind of went back and talked about how and when him and Mr. Eastman were talking, Kevin was just like, uh, are you going to do the comics with the Ninja Turtles in Usagi? And he was like, oh, I guess I just, I, I, I guess I just have to write the story, you know? So <laughs> Kevin Eastman gave you know, gave all a, a power, I guess, to San Sakai. He trusted him that he was going to write a good story and take care of the turtles. So I wonder if everything else, like the Street Fighter, because you don't see Eastman's name on it other than the inside uh, cover as a yeah. creator, if they just have to get licensed to write the story and then... Or approval, maybe. Approval, yeah. And then it, it's all on them. To, as long as you don't kill off the turtles without his permission... Yeah, you know, and it, it's it's good to go. See, that would it's another good question. I would I would love to dissect <laughs> his brain. Like, dude, what are you just in the last Ronin and and that's it? You know, like yeah. I'm wondering if he has anything like. I mean, man, I'm like I'm like I'm like giving you all these questions you can ask. I wonder if he if he has any other like future storylines or plans uh, himself or you know. Uh, Ninja Turtles, as far as like the comic book series goes, because I was actually you actually brought a good point up with like the Stranger Things, like that it works with Stranger Things because they deal with um, kind of like portals and dimensions and stuff yeah. like that. So if the storyline <laughs> yeah. is has anything to do, to do with like 
you know, Dimension X and all that stuff. And if there's some weird thing, that's that's what it, that's where the the connection probably is. Because on yeah. Stranger Things, the I forget, I think it's like the Russian government or some type of you know crazy lab people created this like portal almost to another world inadvertently, and that's they where all these work. creatures started going through. So maybe that's why they. You know, had that crossover with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it's like, how kinda... the hell did y'all just come up with Stranger Things of of all this stuff, you know, to cross over? But yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, and Stranger Things is based on like the, you know, the 80s. So it's a lot of, there's a lot of things they pull from from different uh, 80s. It's a, it's very 80s inspired. A lot of different movies, TV I shows. I do love that, like that part. So. Like it, it's, it's all based back in the day. And, you yep. know. The comics, the turtles are back in the day turtles. They all have red bandanas. Ah, yeah, see, they, I love they those. They kind of have like the the mirage turtles look to it. In fact, they do have the mirage turtles look to okay. it. So, yeah, that that whole time frame. It, I it like is, that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And that that kind of feeds into the alternate, like how you know Kevin Eastman said, like think of the uh, turtles as like alternate, you know, universe type thing. So you can have like these turtles, like the red bandana turtles in right. this universe. And you could have like the, the different color bandana ones and these ones and you could have, so that, actually that, that actually makes sense. I actually like that, that idea that they, they went back to that. Cause those are, those are one of, those are my favorite ones. Um, that when they, I mean, I, a lot of people, some people don't like how they all have the same color bandana, but I like it. It, it seems like, you know, they're more uniform in that sense. Yeah, uh, but with, I, with the red bandanas, you hated that. That's history. That's how they. That's how yeah. they started. So yeah. you're basically saying you you hate the history of the Ninja Turtles. They all had one color. That's how they started. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I love I love the fact uh, uh, that they that they did that because I I mean I just remember the comics too because that was like the thing that really popped uh, back then was it was a black and white comic but they had the the bright red. Uh, right. <laughs> bandanas. That's the only thing that like kind of popped out on those on those uh, comic books. So I think that I, I actually, you know, I'm more nostalgic when it comes to that that aspect. Yeah, of, uh, the we love we love the old school stuff. We love it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it's our passion. That's what's part of us and our you know who we are. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's get uh, let me uh, let's let's get into some stuff that you're because uh, we kind of talked about this at the beginning here. You know, a lot more busier nowadays. But how has how's been the uh, you know the influence, the social influencing game? How's it been treating you? Oh, it's it's been treating me really well. It's taken some uh, time to. I think I've figured out how to balance everything, and that's mostly because I finally decided to make the jump to YouTube. I yep. was. I was scared. I was nervous because I was just thinking, dude, I barely have time to post on Instagram and TikTok and creating long form is just, I don't have time for that, but yep. I'm actually enjoying it because I feel like I get to share a little bit more about who I am, you know, and people yep. ask me about things in my collection and kind of stuff like that. I get to go in more in, in detail and depth of that. And then other stuff that I do, you know, people forget that I'm a, a retro gamer or I'm a gamer. Like I play video games yeah. all the time. Um, I have a gaming collection, but I, I, my Instagram has really took a hard shift towards Ninja Turtles because that's where everything started coming from. 
Um, so it was, it was, it was a lot for a while, like just trying to find time to post the YouTube and do the Instagram. And then, cause I was kind of like on a clock, right? You got to, I think you have a year or something like that to make partner on YouTube. Yes. So yep. I was flipping out on that. It, it was a lot, but I, I got to a point where I'm balanced now. I, I do posts that are related to YouTube. So that way I'm not working twice, I guess, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, and, and, and it's, it's still fun. So as long as I'm having a good time, I, I, I got no complaints. I, I think this is really cool and even more exciting that I'm meeting more people in these different communities, gaming communities, collecting statues, Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's been a fun ride still. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I have to, I have to, uh, kind of, you know, give you some guff for my algorithm on my uh, Instagram because uh, all the Ninja Turtles stuff, there's other, obviously there's other collectors uh, <laughs> that are popping up. I'm like, God, I'm like, damn it. I don't want to see all these people. Uh, but no, I'm joking. No, this, this, I mean, it, it opened my eyes to a lot more um, uh, collectors out there, a lot of uh, TMNT collectors uh, more than anything. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of thank you for it, but don't thank you for it. But uh. I, I, Dude, trust me. I, I know, like, anything that I look at, like, I think if I like it twice, dude, the yeah. algorithm just, like, boom, shoves it, like, for a hard minute, I was getting nothing but dog memes and stuff like that, which is great because I love dogs, but I also yeah. still wanted to see the other content that I like. But the algorithm yes. was like, <laughs> was like okay. yeah, I'm like, like, I'm only gonna follow, I'm only following one uh, Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtle collector, and that's obviously you. I'm not gonna follow all these other people. It is cool to see like that everyone else's collections because i'm a collector so i like you know uh, i like to see like whatever how everyone has their like you know their setup and stuff like that and right everything yeah. looks, but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna follow it i'm not gonna follow yeah, it. I, yeah. The other, I mean it just needs to, to chill out you know like, it's okay i appreciate like it a lot of stuff I, on youtube that uh, i i did a podcast with the statue collectors and so um, there were a team, right? It was two of them. So once I got off the podcast, I liked and subscribed to both of them. And then I checked my homepage. I'm getting nothing yep. but random yeah. ass statues that I don't care about. <laughs> no. See, that's, yeah, yeah, it's, that's yeah. the annoying part of uh, social media is, well, nowadays, anyway, back back in the day when like Instagram first started and stuff like that, you didn't have to worry about algorithms. Like you, whatever you like followed, that's what you see. You didn't see anything else. Um, yeah. which made it a lot easier, but that, you know, kind of like shifted to that. Like how does, since you're, you know, you get heavier into like, you, like you said, making the longer form uh, videos and stuff like that. Has it, have you seen like a, a challenge in trying to get your, you know, your videos to show up more? Or do you feel like with the algorithm stuff, it's actually making it a lot easier for people to, you know, see your content? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not even that far yet on trying to dissect what the hell I'm doing. I've, I've been focusing on, you know, SEO and trying to help the algorithm 
push my content to where it needs to go. Um, I'm still learning all of that stuff. And, and honestly, right now where I'm at with, with my channel, I feel I, I just have a better chance if it's something that's searchable now, you know, versus yep. like, I'm going to, I want to post this Usagi Yojimbo figure because it's uh, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive and it's unique. It's different, but I don't know if that figure, in fact, I'm positive. I don't think that figure right now is like highly searched right now. Yeah, exactly. It'll probably, you know, get minimal average views versus the Shredder's Revenge thing that I posted yesterday, which is, a high searchable thing, even though yep. it has nothing to do with what I posted, just because it's Shredder's Revenge, yeah. it did well. So maybe down the line, when I can find some more time, I'll, I'll I'll do more research and see if I can figure out the best way for the algorithm to help my content. But yep. I'm still I'm I'm still just trying to make sure that when I post it, it uploads like it, it goes it goes to where yeah. it needs to go. Like that's yeah, I'm I'm I started really late, uh, but I felt like I started when I needed to because I wasn't ready to invest the time. And now I think I've kind of figured out a way to to manage everything. So I'm excited. I'm and I like that people can find me on YouTube and see more of the content that they've been wanting to see and that you can't really see in short form, you know, content. So I got a lot of videos that I want to post out, but yeah, <laughs> when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cool thing about YouTube too is because of the now they have that uh, they have like the shorts type of thing where you do like or reels or TikTok. They have their yeah. own version of either one of those, so you can like edit your videos down to like, uh, you know, to have those little clips and stuff like that. I think uh, the thing I'm using now, you can I can actually like you know I can take this video. And I can kind of like upload it to like whatever thing they have, and it can kind of yeah. like you know slice it up in a in a way where it's like you know short form video. So like and then boom, more right? People. Yeah. So, but I'm not. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to try because I'm not really um, <laughs> into doing it right now. Anyway, it's uh, I'm still getting into like editing and all that stuff, which is which which yeah. is a pain. In itself. To <laughs> figure that out in itself, you know, editing and all. I I don't have a background in videography or or media none of that stuff so everything that i do is just like trial and error but i will say (laughs) inspiring was this one youtuber was just like just post your content because he was like because your first hundred videos or more are going to be trash but they get better you know but you don't know it until you keep posting so i'm just put it out there see what happens it did well it didn't oh well it, it's still like a history of of content as i'm progressing so yeah no it makes sense that like i actually kind of like had that same you know like thought pattern when i was like you know trying to figure this whole thing out and you know obviously with with the chick foley show we just do audio we don't do any video so it, it's a it's an audio podcast there's no video element to it and we don't edit. We don't like whatever we say on the show. Easy, right? It comes out, and whatever happens happens. If someone, if we're laughing uncontrollably, it's not <laughs> edited out. It's it's it, 
whatever. You're going to have to listen to it. But it makes it a lot easier. But with YouTube, when you want to, like, deal with videos and stuff, they have a lot of things that, like, prevent you from, like, uploading your video. Like I just told you at the beginning, I usually have a theme song. That theme song is not an original. It's from a song. So, like, if right. I post this video, they're going to take the video down because it has a song that uh, is, uh, you know, already live out there. So, yeah, so like, that's why... You know, with videos now, you have to like kind of like upload them and then use kind of like those like generic, you know, you know, theme songs or yeah. they have like a whole page on YouTube where you can like select what music you want to add to your video. But I really don't, you know, care about the you know music and all that stuff. But but yeah, I had to learn that. And that was like something that you have to learn too. So I was like, I'm trying to like you know figure this out a little bit better than than it was before. Um, and yeah, it's like I said, it's it. Yeah, I'm not really into the social media game um, as much, but like, I, like for instance, I, I watch a lot of uh, on on Instagram. They show a lot of like mobile game ads and stuff like that. Oh, sure yeah. enough, guess who guess who popped up? Who had a mobile game ad? <laughs> <laughs> this lady right here that I'm speaking to. It was the uh, for the uh, Ninja Turtles uh, game that's on uh, Apple on the uh, Apple Store uh, Apple Store. There, actually, yeah, I actually downloaded. It. It's actually really fun, it's fun. Yeah, yeah it is a fun game those those ads are hard too because they want yeah. you to be creative right yep that's why they're hitting you know the influencers up they want your spin and your following but they're gonna whitelist it and push it themselves anyway yep. um so like okay why don't you go ahead and put this together and then they're like oh okay and i put it together and i'm like yay and then they're like okay well we need you to cut out blah 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 and add blah blah i'm like okay well now it's not really my video <laughs> you know <laughs> it, it, it's it's you should have just told me exactly what you wanted but at the end of the day it's still creating the content but yeah those those ads I, i've had people like they hit me up and they're like can you stop posting your ad so much i'm like bro i'm not it's not even me. <laughs> no it just pops up it happens. just That's just crazy. block it you know like <laughs> i'm i'm not even pushing my stuff it's not even me dude yeah you can like yeah you have that little x and it says don't uh have any more I ads guess, from this yeah. person yeah or just get rid of yeah or i'm yeah. good yeah i'm like you don't have to message me you can block it yourself <laughs> that's kind of you actually you brought up a good kind of like a good topic so when you are dealing with like you know, we'll say like vendors or, you know, people that reach out to you that want you to promote their stuff. You know, even on like TikTok, when you see like a lot of the TikTok creators, they they use their, they do like comedy or whatever. They use it, their own like comedy style to like, you know, present whatever product it is. Right. Um, is it, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming TikTok's probably a lot different from Instagram and stuff like that. But have you, is it, how is it like working with, you know, those like, you know, advertisers and stuff like that. Like you just said that you made a video and they just chopped it up. Like <laughs> what, like, does that happen all the time or is it just certain? No. Well, I don't want to say smaller, but we'll, maybe we'll just say less popular. I don't know. Like, so like working for like Nickelodeon and Paramount, um, yeah. you know, they That's have big specific <laughs> guidelines, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Anything that could be uh, presumed or sexually related, showing too much skin or uh, they only have certain colors that they want on the screen. You can't wear white or, you know, stuff like that. Okay, the big, bigger companies, yeah, 
um, they, they'll send you like a full on list of the do's and don'ts and you try your best to follow it. But then they take your video and it's not even the, the team, uh, that's giving you the feedback. It's, um, it's the, uh, the investors, all the people associated with it. Right. And so the team, they are actually really supportive and really helpful, right? Because they need me to do well so they look good to their bosses, yep. right? So they've been pretty good. Now, the less like popular companies, um, they didn't care. I, I, I put out an advertisement for this company and <laughs> I, 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 look, I looked at it 50 times. I was like, okay, they should like this, right? It's, it's good to me. I'll, it should be good to them. I sent it to them. <laughs> Sorry. I sent it to them and um, they said, it's great. They were like, we love it. We're okay. When can you post this? So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll post it. So I posted it. The moment after I posted it, I was like, oh my God, I'm sitting under a desk, um, which was why I didn't pick it up. And I, I was wearing shorts, right? But I was comfortable in my own home thinking that the, the camera was only had this much and I had a glass desk. I was showing quite oh, a bit of, of legs, right? <laughs> Had Nickelodeon or Paramount or any company like that, they would have been like, girl. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> now, they, this was not a small company. This was, they're a, a decent sized company. But when I saw it, I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And then the comments came in, like, I'll buy anything from that girl, like thighs, thighs, <laughs> thighs. You know, I was like, that's just not who I am. I just, it, that was not. The best yeah. play of me. So, had they been like a little bit more like stricter and probably had more of a team to go over the video, that would have been caught. So it 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 really just depends on on who you're working with. Yeah. Um, when I did the ad for Splintered Fate and stuff like that, it was a full on team, and yep. I've done um some other ads with some smaller and they were just like, Oh, that's great. Just post it. You know, they just want the exposure. Yeah. Um, they don't, they don't care. So yeah, it, it really depends, but I'll tell you what, I learned a lesson. I need to thoroughly go through my own videos <laughs> before. I. <spend> time. <laughs> yeah. You definitely want to uh, yeah, do like a quick review. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before you, it's like, it's like sending an email to someone. like, say you're writing like a very important email to someone. You want to re you want to proofread it before you send yes. it because you might have something like obviously misspellings, but something might come off a way that you don't want it to <laughs> come right? off. So yeah, definitely, I definitely always proofread. Like, send it to my girlfriends too. Like yeah, you know, I need my friends to just take a look at this because I'm sure they would. In fact, after they saw it, they were like, "Okay, we've got a couple things." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Anyways, uh, in that video, I am selling gaming equipment, not thighs. <laughs> oh yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, back like I was gonna actually say, like, yo, back in back in the early days of Instagram, there was a lot of like, you know, as far as like, well, I'll, I'll use because you know I'm in that realm. So like for professional wrestling, there was a lot of like women out there, like you know, 
modeling and like wrestling shirts and all this stuff, but weren't weren't sure if they're actually like legit <laughs> like fans of wrestling. Probably sure. weren't. Um, so when I seen uh when I Chick Foley or Sheena who I'm who I'm you know with now, she was kind of like she was like in the beginning with like one of those big influencers as far as like women goes in in professional wrestling. And like, you know, she was like, you know, posting pictures of herself and like shirts and all that stuff and, you know, <laughs> gear and like, you know, so I'm like, you know, and then she started like posting like actual, like, you know, comments on things, things that were happening okay. and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, now I can tell who's like doing what, like this right? person's just doing it just to get like, you know, likes and all that stuff and probably get like sponsors. This person's, you know, doing it, but they also have knowledge of it and they're actually exactly it. yeah you're definitely one in that in that realm like you aren't intentionally doing that stuff you're just doing it because you're like you know i want to you know make the best content possible sure, but at the same yeah. time you're excited in the sense that you know i'm actually getting to do this but then right? it's just like oh, oh crap i didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i didn't mean to let this out but i was actually going to say that video what what advertiser was it were you like transport to like the 80s was that the that was, that was the, the Playmates, uh, uh, their retro spring collection where they yes. brought back the giant turtles and yes. the sword shell turtles. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. How long did that take to, to do? <laughs> that, um, well, the, <laughs> technically, um, that was, a, that was a really big project. And so I think my first online meeting with them was in December. Okay. And at that time, I think uh, I think I was clear to post it in end of April or early May. Okay. Right. So five months, I was back and forth with um, with uh, the team at Paramount because they had already pitched their idea to their playmate partners, Nickelodeon and Viacom and all that. So by the time they got on board with me and we gone through the contract, they told me what they wanted. Um, okay. I gave them my best interpretation of how I would do it, but what they wanted and what they wanted was me going back in time, looking like I went back in time. Um, and showing off uh, the turtles. And that one was really difficult too, because I like, my brand is like, I'm the queen G and I'm in the lioness den. Like everything that I do happens in this space. Yep. And, uh, but I couldn't record in here because I have so much stuff that's not uh, Nickelodeon, right? Okay. Um, yep, yep, yep. Nintendo stuff, anything that was not theirs couldn't be in the video. So, uh, got it. I was like, <laughs> I, I I'd have to tear the whole game room down, right? So, uh, they were like, "We'll just shoot it outside," and you know, that was the whole thing. But they were really helpful. But yeah, that that idea that was not my idea. That was theirs. Okay. I, that's, uh, that's actually pretty, uh, you know, that's why, you know, I usually, uh, I, I don't like to record on video in my room just because of that simple fact. I have so much stuff in there. That's not like you know, related to just, and, and I don't want it to be like, if, just in case I am interviewing someone that's, you know, uh, you know, with an alternate, like, you know, brand yeah. or whatever it is, 
I don't want to, you know, send the wrong idea. So I used to do literally, I used to record from my office where I have all of my, my collectibles and all stuff hanging everywhere. That's, that's the best way to do it because like in the event, like a, a big company wants to pick it up and share it. If you have yep. stuff in the background, you know, you can't do it. And yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Like, I'm just, I'm really stubborn because this space it's, it, awesome. it's who I am, but <laughs> yeah. Nickelodeon, I mean, they have, they have, like when I do reels, they have to cut it up um, because they don't want Dunder Mifflin or Nintendo in yeah. a Nickelodeon post, you know? And I'm just like, yep. bro, get over <laughs> it. I'm not talking about Dunder Mifflin. I mean, who cares? <laughs> it's a completely different audience. Trust me. But yeah, yeah it's a, uh, it's a struggle, but it, it's still really exciting and, and really fun. Plus, it's a great show. I mean, who doesn't love The Office? What's you mean with, to tell what's... me nobody at Nickelodeon or Paramount <laughs> watched uh, The Office, right? I know, exactly. <laughs> Can we get a, uh, do you think there'll ever be a uh, a Office uh, TMNT crossover? Um, <laughs> and if there isn't, who would, so who would you pick as each character? Who do you think, who do you think would fit? As each character, not you don't have to go through every single character in the, in the office because there's a ton of them. But we'll go with the main characters. Who would represent what character in the in the TMNT universe? Do you think? Well, I think I think it would be fitting that it, Leonardo would be Michael Scott, but I think Michelangelo's personality would fit better to be yeah uh, Michael Scott. Uh, maybe Leonardo would be like. John Halpert and okay. Raphael could be Dwight, you know, something. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> April O'Neil would be Pam Beasley. I mean, okay. yeah, I think we could uh we could make it work. Uh I don't know what? about Master Splinter though, like uh oh, Stanley. <laughs> Maybe know. Stanley, yes. That's that that's actually <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Stanley as a uh... That's Splinter. That's actually a good one. That's actually just came out the top of my head because I actually never thought of a, of a crossover between <laughs> the Office and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that'd be kind of funny because I see a lot of people do like you know parodies of the Office and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, they, they should. They do different different characters, but that'd be pretty interesting if they did something like that. Now um, you have another thing to pitch. I hope you're writing this down. Well, you you get you got to start pitching these when you see uh when you see your your best friend Kevin. Maybe <laughs> Kevin. you can. Uh, <laughs> I call him Kev. Hey, hey, Kev, can you? Uh, I get an idea for you, Kev. Um, just pitching it now, but um, <laughs> um, so as far as like, uh, like the your brand, obviously, what do you? I mean, you're obviously, you're doing big things now, and you're starting to like, you know, kind of like in the beginning, big things popping, as they like to say. <laughs> but uh, is it how, like, where, where do you see this going? Are you gonna like? Do you feel like you're going to take it the next step further? Because you already kind of have like those uh, big partnerships already. Do you think it's, uh, do you uh, see it going bigger? Where, or do you, where do you, where do you go after this? Uh, but I will say, uh, actually, no, I won't say because I don't know if I should legally say that. But I will say that um, I've continued my partnership uh, with Paramount. But when I think about like, what, where are you where do you want to go? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? Um, you know, this is just me sharing stuff that brings me joy. So 
ultimately there really is no end goal, you know, like, Oh, I did it. I mean, I, I yeah. think uh, doing a deal with playmates and Nickelodeon is okay. You've, you've done it. But when I was trying to think of like, let's set another goal, right? So I don't like to be complacent. Um, what, what would you like to do? And I, I think that something that would be really cool would be if I could get to the point where um, cons, comic cons would invite me um, not to be like, oh, come up, take my picture, but to sit uh, at like a guest panel and, and, you know, and conversate about stuff like this, right? Uh, The Ninja Turtles and what they got going on, you know, because they do that all the time with um, YouTubers, right? They'll just have, you can come and go to the um, uh, a panel of YouTubers talk about stuff and people want to hear them. So I think that would be cool if I could get invited. Mm-hmm. They paid for my flight, paid for my <laughs> hotel, right? And paid for me to be there uh, would be, would be neat. Now, is that possible? I don't know, but I'm, I think it's a good goal to have, right? Like, yeah. Getting um, gifts and sponsorships and brands is neat because it supplements my income. But like something like for me, like that's like, hey, I think I think that's that's an interesting goal to have. And and hopefully I'll come up with other goals as I continue to move forward with this and see what type of opportunities are out there that I'm, I'm not even aware of. Yeah. I mean, I think like the, you know, the goal with that, too, is you know, to, you know, not only maybe not be invited, but like maybe have those, like, like you said, kind of like sponsor, sponsor you uh, at those like events. Like here we have, you know, this person, maybe even like, maybe not be in the panel, maybe like uh, ask questions at like one of the, at at one of the, be like a, you know, not a reporter, but like a journalist. Yeah. Do like interviews maybe with like, with uh, like after the the panel, Kev Kev would come over and yeah, I would talk to Kevin like, dude, this is gonna go on my page. Like, I think that would be awesome. Um, I'm I'm still working my way up there, but uh, I do know that uh, Tom Waltz is a fan of the Queen, and we were I was eating dinner after uh one of the days at the con at Granite Con, and. I'm at the bar eating my food, minding my business. I had a great time waiting in line, trying to get everyone's signatures, including Tom Waltz. And then he just comes over like he ran over. I saw him in my peripheral and I was like, oh, no, is he not? He's not coming to me, is he? Like, holy crap. Like, what do I do? And he was was like, I just want to let you know I'm a huge fan of yours. And I was like. Oh shit! Like, are you serious, bro? Like me? <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, dude, I love your content," and I was like, "This is weird. Like, I'm nobody without you know him and 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 their 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 team with uh Mr. Eastman." But yep, I, I it it is nice that um if I could get to the point where like the last Ronin crew um you know knew of me or knew who I was. When I was at the Comic-Con, I was talking to uh, one of the marketers for the loyal subjects, the toys, the figures, and their Ninja Turtle line. And, dude, he was excited, right, to talk to me. He was like, oh, yeah, Queen, let's talk. And uh, Ben Bishop from The Last Ronin, the guy who killed the turtles, 
Yeah. <laughs> comes up and he starts talking to dude and then dude introduced me and I was like, oh yeah, what's up, Ben? Like, I was just playing around and Ben was like, do I know you? I was like, no, but you should. <laughs> so if I could get it to a point where he did, right? Like that far into the turtle community, I, I think that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's, and that's where it is, right? Like, you know, just a recognition piece is probably like, right? you know, what everybody's, you know, goal is at, at some point. Like, obviously, you know, all the other stuff will fall in line. Um, like the deals and all that stuff and yeah. you know, money hopefully. But to be in, respected but, by them. I mean, I'm yeah. low on the totem pole as far as like the TMNT world, but I do help promote exposure, you know, to some of the content. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, you know, they can just buy me dinner a night or two. I mean, I don't think I'm asking for <laughs> You bring up like, yeah, you, I mean, you're bringing eyes to the, you know, to the product. Obviously <laughs> right? it's not like, you know, if, if 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 the Queen G disappears, like you know, nobody's gonna check up <laughs> yeah, TMT yeah. like at all. It's like that's not gonna it's happen. But at the still ends. But at the same time, it's like you're you know one of the premier influencers for them, and but obviously, like it's, obviously, it's, it's people like me too, right? Who adore the Ninja Turtle world, right? The, yep. I mean, all of us we help pay their paychecks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, going to watch the movies, buying the, uh, buying the figures, buying the merchandise, all that. Yeah. stuff. I almost wore my. Uh, it would have made sense, but I, I think I mentioned this on the last show that we had together. I had the, um, the NECA April O'Neil, the, the the from the first movie. Oh uh, yeah. The very okay. the first April O'Neil, as, as she likes to call herself. Um, yeah. It came with a, um, it came with the channel uh, three badge, like the press badge. Oh, like with cool. her face on it, and it's like it's yeah. signed by, by her, by Judith. Um, I was gonna wear it because just to be like goofy and be like a you know journalist interviewing you, but I thought that was stupid, so I didn't do it. <laughs> but um, I think like just like that, like that stuff like that. Like I'm not like the biggest you know uh, Ninja Turtles collector, but I do collect some uh, like the movie, the movie figures because that's you know that's super nostalgic for me. That's you know yeah yeah I love the I love the movies. Um, the the playmates figures um not so much the new mutant mayhem figures about you know too into those but yeah I, they i think they look pretty cool um i'm more of the nostalgic person so like anything with the red bandanas um anything with like i said movie oriented um i'm, I'm all for and the old playmates actually not not big on the the open shell playmates ones I, do you like those the ones or that yeah, like the shells open up and you can pull like a bunch of like <laughs> weapons and stuff. It those are I feel like they're too like bulky. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I think it's just a it's a great time to be a collector. I'll tell you that much. Is it oh, an, no. a fan of? No, it's not. It, <laughs> it's it, not it, a great it, time to be a collector. No, it's an expensive time. Oh yes, it's definitely expensive. I should say I should say that. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's expensive. So I always give the you know if you do have the means. Definitely, you know, do what you need to do. I don't know if I have the means, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to make it happen because the way that NECA is coming out with all of this uh, nostalgic line yeah. of turtles is amazing. When I saw everything on display at Comic-Con, I lost my mind because I was just thinking, how am I going to afford this? Because they're not um, 
a lot of that stuff, they're not selling it individually. They sell them in packs. So you have yep. to get the whole damn pack, um, which is fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'll buy the NECA stuff because they're, they're doing their version of the old school stuff. So like yeah, I, my yeah. heart, you know, is attached to the old school stuff. So when the secret of the ooze set came out, I have that the turtle three <laughs> samurai set. I have that. And I really only want to just get Donatello, but NECA will not allow it. You have to oh, get yeah, the, yeah. the whole pack. And then they've got all these NECA is going on a frenzy where they are starting to, they're continuing the line of figures from the Archie comics back in the day. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So you are attacking every 40 year old right now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, oh funny. my gosh. Yeah. I do like I do like the um the Eastman and Laird uh NECA line that yeah. they have, like with the young know, spot on. Cool. Like they look just like um the 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 car the the comics and the movies and see that's the only thing about uh the super sevens um i i i like the look that the super seven is doing it's it's similar to the original playmates just a more modern version yeah um but that the NECA and the detail i mean it's just it's so different it, it's so it's so good it, it's it's hard to pass yeah, I do have the um, the the set of uh, <clears throat> I I never know how you pronounce it. It's the I know it's the loyal subjects, but they have like the 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 best action series with the Ninja Turtles. And yeah, they do have one where it's the they it, it comes with the comic book and they're individually colored. Um, Matilda Santa Luco. Yeah, I have uh the, all four of the, the Donatello, obviously Raphael, Leonardo, um, and Michelangelo. Um, I have Donatello of, uh, if you're talking about the Loyal Subjects IDW run of Santa Luco's um, yeah. version, I have the colored Donatello. And then because they had to buy the sets, I have the full set of the black and white um, Santa Luco version of those turtles. And I'm really just getting into his turtles in the yeah. IDW comics because I started late, really late. I wanted to finish um, the Archie comics in its entirety. But I mean, those figures are spot on. And that was another thing that I said in the video because, fun story, the loyal subjects hit me up a little while ago, uh, a while ago, and wanted to partner up. And the figure, the figures, I was just like, eh. <laughs> so, right so i was like eh, i'll pass i i yeah so because i didn't really like they looked they didn't look like good quality product to me so i was i didn't want to slap my name on it i didn't want yeah. to push anything that i would not buy myself um but then they came out with these freaking santa luco idw version and i was like oh my god so i hit him up like yo <laughs> you guys want a partner, dude. Let's do it, right? And they were just kind of like, "No, girl, go away." So I was like, "Yeah, I blacklisted myself with them." Um, but then I saw a dude at Comic Con, and he was like, "Oh no, I'll get you back in." So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm back in because after talking to him 
they are going to run with this IDW run for as long as they yeah. can. They've yeah. got a lot of characters that they're going to put out. Um, and I just think that's really, really, really cool. Cause uh, for whatever reason, um, IDW characters, uh, they, they just haven't done them. And now the lawyers yeah. are doing them. So it's cool. Yeah. I like the, uh, like I got the, uh, it's the, it's like the, it's called like the best of whatever. So it's like TMNT best of Leonardo, um, IDW comic book and figure set. That's what it is. Like a, it's like a box and it has a, it has the, uh, it has like a comic book with all of, you know, Leonardo's stories in it. Uh, yeah. From IDW. And well, I have all, pretty much, I have all four of them, but I thought it was a cool set because on the inside, like it, it's good for display too. Cause they each, each box is the color of the, turtle but the figure right. itself is the original you know uh red bandana which you know hits me twice so <laughs> I, I love the uh like the red bandana plus it has the you know the pale of the the, the newer versions with the different colors um and i i think they look pretty cool i mean i you know they have that kind of like feel of both um like the car like the old cartoon as well as like um the old comic book style they kind of like mash the two Right um, together, pretty pretty good. So that's why I picked up all four. Yeah, uh, I, have, I, I have like a bookcase, and I have them all displayed. Um, obviously next to each other. Um, and it looks like it, it pops because of the colors of the the box and everything. But yeah, I think that's I mean, their I, best I, friend so far. Like the, these are their best figures that they're coming out with. Oh now. yeah, I'm really they're excited awesome. for what's to come with the loyal subjects. Yeah, By the way, great. loyal subjects, hit me up. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, hit her up. Hit me up. Uh, <laughs> any one of us. Hit everyone. Hit us up. But, um, um, before I let you go, um, one more question. So, um, on my last, my last interview, um, I had a gentleman who was also with the, uh, the, you know, the wrestling community and stuff like that, and we were talking about, you know, um, content creation, but you know, you know, for you know, black people in content creation. Um, I think we talk about this too. A lot of you know, anime is huge with yeah. uh, with black people, um, with the younger audience anyway. Um, and we talked about like you know like like Blurred Con. Um, you know if, if you've ever heard of that, with the uh, you know it's a a place where you know black content creators get together and stuff like that to you know you know trade ideas, you know uh, network all that type of stuff. I definitely want to go to something like that. Do you feel um, the question I had for him was like, you know, we had kind of like a conversation about, do you feel like, you know, content creation is, you know, is, is it, is it there for, you know, for black people that are in this realm? Um, Cause we came upon a realization. I think I'm the, I mean, he kind of said it too. He, th he thinks I'm the only black wrestling figure collector that he's ever seen on really? the internet. Yeah, because I, I mean, I see, you know, uh, like everyone else. Yeah, I, I, I might be. I, I don't see anybody in my algorithm or just searching that looks like me that collects wrestling figures. I think oh, I'm the only one yeah. out there. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, so like, he's like, there has to be a way for like, you know, us to get like that out there. Do you feel like that's like a a thing? Like, do you see other black? TMNT collectors out there at all. I, I, I mean, I don't. You're the only one I know of. 
there is yeah I, that I, I see it anyway i do know a, a small group um and it's it's interesting because um they their group right like uh they're they, they don't live far from each other and yep. um they they go to comic cons together um yep. and there's uh maybe like six or seven of them something like that but outside of that group uh no and I, I'm pretty sure, you know, they got together because once they, you know, found each other, they were like, yeah. oh, snap, you know, we should, we should, we should hang out and kick it. Actually, no, I lied. It is a small group and there's like, there's not seven of them. There's like four of them. Yep. Um, the other guys are, 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 are white guys, but no, I, I, I definitely think that part of the reason why, I might get more exposure compared to other uh, Ninja Turtle collectors is just because there's just a saturation of just white males, you know, yeah. that are doing it. And so I'm different and it baffles me. I mean, it shouldn't, but it's still weird to hear like on every single post that I do, there's at least one person that says, Oh my God. She's black and she's female and she likes Ninja Turtles. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, bro, I've been here. You know, like, but That's... they don't, I, I guess, I, I, I mean, I don't know any other, I, I know one other black female Ninja Turtle. Uh, well, she's kind of like a collector of, of, of multiple things. But as far as black and in the, female and into Ninja Turtles, and she's one of my good, good friends. Like, we yep. hit it off, right? Because I was like, What? um when we met <laughs> so we became good friends but there there's i don't know if there's if it's not that there's a lot of us i think there i think there's a few of us but um uh i i want to say just either not knowledgeable on knowing that um if you post your content that you might find other people like you or and people might yeah, find yeah. you right just kind of quiet, like how I was for several years. I mean, I didn't really start getting noticed until like 2020. Yeah. Um, and I didn't start posting until 2019. Um, so, I mean, imagine if I had started posting when a lot of other people did, like in 2015 and, and stuff like that and, and blew up. Yeah. So I know that they're out there. They probably just don't know that we're out here too. Um, yeah. Cause I didn't, I had no idea there were all these different communities. I had no clue, but where do you go to, to find that if you, you don't know? Yeah. That's it. That's the thing too. Like we, we were, we were kind of talk about that. Like, is it, is it something like, are you kind of like, are you ashamed? Do you think people are just going to be like, you know, what the hell are you doing? Why are you collecting it? Like, is it, yeah, is it something would. like that with like, with us, like where it's just like, you know, the anime world's blowing up like crazy, Huge. but like, but it comes to like other aspects of like, um, like black people in the nerd culture, it's like there's no real like I don't want to say outcry, but there's really no like you know outpouring of like hey we're out here too like we we like this. yeah it's, no it's, it's very strange it's it's very uh it's very weird to be like I'll see like a lot of black content creators for wrestling like just like to you know podcasters and stuff like that. There's tons that I follow and that yeah. follow me, so I'm I'm aware of them. But as far as like collectors. 
I don't see any. I think like literally like I'm the only, I think I'm like the only one that's out there. Or maybe you there might, might be a couple be. more out there. I but mean, other than that, it's it's strange. It's a, yeah, it's a very you might be, world. but yeah, I just I I, I don't think um it's kind of I it might it might have to do I can only speak for myself, right? Female, black, where I live, it's not like I see other collectors or black people yep. talking about Ninja Turtles and Nintendo yeah. every day, right? So <laughs> yeah. I just keep to myself, right? Yep. It wasn't until I just happened to go on Instagram, saw a post, responded, and I was like, dude, I got that. And and then the Ninja Turtle community just brought me in. They were like, you need to join this group, this group, and this group, and this group. And when I did, they welcomed me right in. You know, they yeah. were like introducing and making sure that people were speaking to me. If they hadn't done that, I I I probably wouldn't be sitting here because I, I still wouldn't I wouldn't know that there are other people out there that share the same passion. And then yeah. how am I supposed to find if I go and start a group right now on Facebook for black female Ninja Turtle collectors, it's, it's going to be me and one other chick. <laughs> how do I get that yeah. out there? You know, like how do yeah. they know to find that? Um, yeah. Companies like Black Girl Gamers and yep. Noir and stuff like that um, is set up so that we can have, we can share, you know, that type of energy with people like us, which is cool. But yeah. I think collecting is it's it's a little bit different. I think I I don't I don't know if it's like an insecurity issue or if you feel shame for spending our money on this kind of stuff. We don't <laughs> talk what, about it. That's what I feel. That's what I feel I, it is. I don't know. I, I walk into my room and I just be like, "Wow, this is yeah. an impressive room." Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you're like when you're in it and you're. You're collecting and you're buying all this stuff and you're like, oh man, this is great. But then there's those days where you like, like you said, you walk into your room and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing with myself? But then at the same time, like, you know, for me with collecting, it's more or less like I try to collect with uh, like nostalgia and and memories that yeah. I get from, from things. The same thing, obviously, with like, you know, music and movies and stuff like that. But with collecting, it's like you have that like thing and you can always look at it and go, Oh, I remember this time right. in my childhood. Yeah. I remember, or I remember I was here when I seen, you know, such and such, that type of yeah. thing. That's why I, that's why I like coll collecting. And I think that's like, that's where, it, I mean, that's where the message should be. Like with, with if you are a collector out there, it should be like, Hey, you're not collecting. You're not wasting your money. It's you're collecting because obviously everyone has their own reasons, but the main root of it is like it, memories and nostalgia and things like memories. that. And yeah. When you look around your room and you're like, Oh man, this, it gives you a good feeling. It brings you to like a safe space, essentially. Yeah. Too. Like, I mean, that's, that's how I look at it anyway. And that's what, that's a message I try to, I, I want to get out there. I just don't know how to do it as far as like, you know, yeah, just to bring more of those people out. A lot. Yeah. It's hard. It's I hard to do. That, um, the other day, I, I usually, when I wake up, um, feed my dogs, I usually have like my breakfast and my coffee. It's like in the kitchen, but it's kind of like at a bar area. Yep. And uh, for whatever reason, um, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm going to have my coffee in the other room. And the other room is where I keep my statues and my turtle collection and all that. And I was sitting down having my coffee and I just 
really felt good, right? I just started to have like this flow of uh, happy childhood memories. And I just really felt comfortable in that space. And I think that's also part of the reason too why it brings collectors so much joy is mm-hmm. because when we're looking at all these things, there's history to it, whether it was you remember going to Blockbuster with your family and renting the first Ninja Turtle game and bringing it home and whooping ass, yep. you know, or <laughs> uh, the first time you went to the Turtle movie and you got to see the Shredder. I mean, um, I was like, I need to have breakfast in here more often because I feel like this room knows me more than anyone on this planet. You know, it's just, it's like a piece of me. Um, and I just, I, I, I felt good. And I don't know why we don't share that more, that side of it. Like, yeah, if you want to get to know me, you need to understand why this room is important. It's not like a, a big, you know, history lesson. It's just, yeah. it, it's history. Yeah. And you can, you know, I think that's one of the things too, is you can speak to what you collect. Like you're going to go like, here's a reason why I got this. Here's a reason right. why. I have this. I think, and I think that's something that can definitely help out. And I think that's it's just a way of trying to present it um, in a way where you can, like, you know, make it comfortable for people, um, to, you know, to also share their collections. I've been to a lot of communities where you know we share our collections and we're like, you know, we talk about these things and all that stuff. But like, as far as like, like I said, with the with with black collectors, it's kind of hard to like get them out of the woodwork and i'm trying to me myself i'm trying to do it i'm i'm kind of like taking it on my shoulders be like hey where That's the hell are noble. you I need, I need more of you out here <laughs> so like to to be to, it's, to represent. It, yeah. it's not it's not easy but uh i'm gonna try it they're out there and i wonder to like um like i i do know this one uh young black man who uh is a wrestler figure collector and um you know he pops up every now and then he posts and it's almost kind of like i don't know like if you ever follow follow someone and they'll post 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 and they stop posting for a while and then they maybe they'll come back and post some more and then they'll disappear again and if you know anything kind of like people's patterns yeah i interpret that as Things are going good, post, 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 and then something, you know, in your life yep. just prevented you from being involved in social media. You need to focus yeah. on something else. So you kind of can understand that, you know, everyone is going through some type of thing. Then when they you come back to posting, okay, stuff's good again. If we could get more of us together, right, then some of those times when you can't post, you can still... Yeah talk to other uh content creators and you know collectors who are probably going through the same stuff yeah no definitely you know not to you know a lot of a lot of the times it's like you know you have fomo on things um yeah. especially with it can be expensive like we talked about earlier and you know the newest thing comes out and you might want it and then you know you see other people are getting it and then you don't have it and then <laughs> no, I look like a sucker, 
yeah, now, now I can't, you know, I can't post about it because I don't have it and all that stuff. So I, I like there was one like last year. There was, I think it was like it was SDCC. I think last year and there was like they were revealing like left and right, like tons of stuff. Like NECA was revealing stuff. There was yeah. a ton of like wrestling figures that came out. Like Mattel, you know, created the. Um, they have a. Uh, uh, they have their Mattel Creations website where yeah. they have like Mattel, you know, exclusive figures like, yeah. they have, like Barbie and WWE and all that stuff. So like they had a lot of that stuff and then they had like the regular, you know, store line stuff that you would buy in the store and all that. So like I remember in our like we have a Chick fil A show Facebook group where we like all collect and stuff like that. I remember like just like being inspired and going in and saying, hey, there was a lot of stuff that was revealed today, a lot of things that are coming out. Don't, you know, collect how you collect. Don't feel like you Go have crazy. to keep up. don't keep up yeah. with the Joneses. If you can't keep up, that's fine. Like you're not here to impress, you know, anybody with your collection and you're here to, you know, share what you have. And that's pretty much it. And I felt like inspired to do that sometimes. And that you get, you kind of like brought that out. Like that happens. Like someone can oh, be posting left and right. And then something happens where, you know, they might not have the money to buy something or something might happen else in their life. And they, they just like, you know, yeah. stop posting for some reason. And like you said, we need to like be able to have that communication and say, Hey, how come you haven't been posted? Or, you know, right. Yeah. You do something like I, that. You're trying to get to know people, you know, through their through posting and, and meeting them. And I know I felt that kind of pressure. I, I had tickets uh, to go to Comic-Con because um, this was my first time, my first year. So I didn't know about preview night and all that. And then the pre preview night, I didn't know about that. So I got tickets Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, I had some family emergency stuff come up, so I couldn't go Friday. I couldn't go, uh, no, I couldn't go Friday, um, but I was able to get a flight out Saturday and seeing everyone posting all the stuff at Comic-Con, right? That yep. I was supposed to be at. Yep. And people are hitting me <laughs> up like, Queen, well, uh, why haven't you post? You know, it's weird, but you feel that kind of pressure like, oh my yep. God. Why am I not there taking pictures, posting this stuff, buying it? I don't even want it, but I want yeah. <laughs> so I could post about it. It's like an unspoken pressure uh, yeah. that we don't, you know, really talk about it. And But if you're in a good community of, of people, then you can. And at the end of the day, dude, no one really cares, right? Yep. If you post something really cool, people are going to be excited about it probably for about five minutes and then they move on. So I, I don't even know why we put this type of like pressure on ourselves to keep up with stuff. Um, just keep up with, you know, yourself and what's true yep. to you and what's important to you. But if you're not, if you're not around the right people to talk about it, it can be really stressful. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, I think you ended it perfectly there. I don't think we can, go on after that that was like that was a perfect uh that's what i do explanation <laughs> but uh definitely want to thank you for joining again this was uh great always uh, hopefully we can uh do it again before you you know completely blow up and you're inaccessible <laughs> ever <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> whatever the next big uh thing is uh whether it's tmnt or the 40th anniversary I, I would love to get together with you and chat some more yeah definitely and uh obviously you know put your socials out there where can we where can we find uh the queen oh, 
the Queen G can be found all across the board. The Queen G22, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Awesome. Um, like I said, we'll end it there. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, and uh, hopefully, I'll have the uh, video up uh, soon so you can actually watch as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Peace.